All right. So on the mind of a football coach podcast, we have Coach Davis on the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, hey, man. what's up? Oh, just just recovering, buddy. That's what I'm doing. Little little ankle PT two days a week. That's a that's always a good time. From what oh, I yeah. hear. Yeah, physical torture. I mean physical therapy. Same thing. Physical physical torture. I remember when I had my uh shoulder repaired. Oh yeah. And I went through all that stuff and it tore again, so I I felt it was kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went through all of that for nothing. <laughs> yeah, we, we did all this. I was out for a long time, couldn't play. And then cool. Uh it tore again. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a good time. I was actually watching uh do you ever watch the Kelsey Brothers podcast? Uh New Heights, yes. There's oh oh <laughs> the newest one. They were comparing Andy Reid's mustache to like a seal. <laughs> oh, dude, I was in tears. I was crying oh, so hard. Oh, they're hysterical. Jason's really funny. Um, I mean, but oh. did you see his mustache? Like the, the frozen, the frozen boogers on it or whatever. And then yeah. four degree game. That was some type of gross. Was, that was brutal, man. I, I could not imagine playing in a game that cold. I mean, I guess you could because you just have to. But right. It's your job. I'm here. And you love the game so you're like i'm here the guys i'm feeling for is like i'm the 52nd guy on a 53 man roster like can we have some more special teams plays please because i'm frozen i can't feel anything Mm -hmm. like oh that's got to be brutal yeah i mean i'm definitely going to be bundled up maybe not able to play if they actually put me in because i'm so bundled up yeah they were talking about guys were wearing scuba suits under their stuff scuba suits i'm like bro if you have to wear cold weather stuff that you like go swimming with orcas with yeah like come on now that's, i mean that's 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 too much that's rough he was then, on the go ahead and then buffalo snow have you seen the picture of their stadium like before they cleared it out no i haven't i need to look that up tonight unreal and then how about buffalo they don't even clean out their fan seats if you're a buffalo bills fan you go clean out your own snow packed seat and take a seat it was that was wild and you know you have a good following when people will do that. Yeah, that place was packed. It's freezing. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll shovel the snow out of my entire row. Don't worry about it. It's a different, different world. The the, the Northeast New England. I've I've gotten to know some people from New England. Man, those are some hardy hardy folk. You gotta be. That weather's gotta make you a little tougher. Oh, it's brutal. I mean, yeah. it's just this is, and it's not like you get really get a break in the summer. It's still hot. So you yeah. get the full experience of blazing hot and freezing cold. Yeah, down here in Florida, we just have the lovely extended summer where it's blazing hot from March right. to like October. Mm. So mm. we don't get cold very much. Like it's quote unquote cold here. Like uh, you know, we Amanda may have to cover her plants. That's about as catastrophic as it gets around here. Yeah, she did. I think we had so. six inches of snow last night. Maybe closer to eight. So uh, yeah, see we don't we don't believe in snow in Florida apparently. It's against it's against the rules. That's yeah, no. yeah. We get rain and lots of it. Yeah. Hurricanes. Hur- yeah, we you know, we'll rock a hurricane and we're just we're the, like people make jokes about the crazy Florida man and mm-hmm. but like that really is most Floridians that are original. You can tell like who moved down here. Because category two, whoever moved down here, they've evacuated to like Montana. And then, like everyone else is like oh, yeah. in their yard watching to see if something will blow over. The real, the other Floridians. Yeah, I mean, if you're not close to water, don't. There no. really is no reason to worry about it. No, and we live far enough inland off the coast that, like, no joke, we had worse thunderstorms in the summer mm-hmm. than we did whenever a hurricane would come by. Mm. So yeah, yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood that we don't get a direct hit, but like, it's no one just you're out of school for two days and it rained mm-hmm. so we're up we're up in the north part i'm sure south florida does not feel that way because i mean those poor people down in mm. the tampa area got hammered last year so mm-hmm. that wasn't yeah, spe- speaking of south florida we were I, one of my youtube channels these days i've watched or well, i've been watching this channel for a while is called python cowboy 
is is that legal to watch? Like, what is that? So Python Cowboy on YouTube, if you just if you search it, Python Cowboy. I think the guy's name is Mike. Uh, he's he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. And uh, he hunts those pythons down the Everglades. Oh, that guy's so, nuts. Okay. So if you're living in South Florida, you're not only dealing with hurricanes, you're dealing with like 16 foot Burmese pythons. Yeah. Oh, and you're dealing with extremely high uh, cost of living and home value. Well, I mean, so. those pythons, are, they don't like crawl in people's yards, I don't think. I think they're like deep well, in the Everglades. If they did, your dog would disappear. You would know there was a friend around. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he goes yeah. down there and shoots iguanas and stuff too he does all kinds of stuff his youtube channel is awesome free plug python cowboy good stuff man so i'm gonna lose some sleep tonight watching that is what you're telling i'm me. telling you it's an awesome channel but he's and he's really trying to help the environment down there because some i read a stat or he said a stat like 90 percent of all mammals in the everglades have disappeared because of the pythons but oh, they're yeah. trying to br- bring them back because yeah well i mean because that's yeah. not a real indigenous predator like there's no. Those are just people's pets that got let go, and uh-oh, now they're everywhere. At 17 feet of savage, just yeah, no, killing whatever it can kill to eat. Yeah, I saw a photo of one, and you could see that like it had swallowed a deer. Like You could tell it swallowed oh, yeah. a small deer. Like That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things are wild. Oh, yeah. no thanks. In, North, actually, in North Florida, you don't have those in North Florida. No. not If they make their way up here, then I'm going to go move to South Georgia. Because that's a that's a no for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I I could, you know, blast it with a twelve gauge shotgun, but I, I don't really want to be that close to find out. Yeah, they can't make their way up here to West by God. They couldn't make it. No, they they can't make it bad. up here. No, no. Worst thing you got to no. worry about is freezing to death, probably. Oh, and we have some timber rattlers that are some pretty nasty looking snakes. Uh, yeah, but you gotta you gotta go out the sticks to meet those. Usually, I mean they they don't come close to like a, a neighborhood or whatever. Yeah, the worst thing like in our neighborhood we've run across would be like a just a just a rattlesnake or like mm-hmm. a water moccasin. We got those. We've got all the retention ponds. Yeah, just that. Water moccasins are aggressive. Those that's the thing. Like if you get like if you get near one, like it'll actually come after you. Mm-hmm. Those things are kind of scary. You gotta stay but, strapped. Uh, most. People here in the South are. That's uh, that's not a like we joked. I was talking with our pastor the other day. He's like, if anyone ever came in here, like heaven forbid, to try to harm people with a weapon, he goes, right. get down because there's going to be so many. You might get hit with a crossfire bullet, like mm-hmm. because everyone's packing. Oh, West Virginia's like that for sure. We're an open carry state. Oh, so you can just like wear an AR on your chest, like go to go to <laughs> Kmart and what's going on? Go walk into Wally World, get you some snacks. Yep. Like, I mean, that's nuts. you could be in the you can be in the line for a confession and have a, a pistol on your hip, you know? Yeah, you know, like whatever. It's open yeah, carry. My sins, as long as I didn't, you know, shoot somebody, that's probably a good one to, to not have to confess to. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can walk in Walmart here and you see people with pistols on their hip, or I mean, it's just normal. That's just the culture here. It's not scary or anything. It's just no. Like, and like, well, the thing is, is I was talking about this the other day. We were picking up Lillian from school, and like, their security guards at Lillian's school are strapped. Like, yeah, that dude is. Yep, that's that's a pistol on his head. Right. Which I'd rather. What's it? Speaking of Joe Rogan, this was on his one of his podcasts. It's like I would rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, like I. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I feel that, and that's like we've got security at our school. You know, we're out in the sticks, so probably nothing would ever happen, Lord willing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we got four or five security guards walking around, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. you don't say the wrong word, because they all got, you know, 9mm, 40 caliber, 45 on them. Mm-hmm. And, they're all, and they're all ex-cops that are just retired and bored. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, shoot, I mean, you can, you can conceal carry in West Virginia if you're 18 with no permit. No like, permit? No, no permit. No, man, this is West Virginia. We do what we want here, man. Dude, Come on now. And, and define conceal. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what's your version it, of, of concealing? I mean, you, like, people... Put it in a Ziploc bag. It's clear, but hey, I concealed it in the bag. I mean, what do you, well, I mean, what do you call it concealing? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to... You know, there's no licensing as long as you're 18. Now, obviously, it doesn't apply, like, if you go across state lines. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah, then that's... I think it's probably in, a felony. But, in the state, you can... I mean, just yeah. do it. That's... 
West Virginia, like there's, we have rules and regulations. Obviously we are a state, but there's some stuff that because we're so rural and it's its own culture here, like that kind of stuff, people don't even bat an eye at just die. Whatever. Yeah. Like everybody has a gun here. Every almost everybody, I would say, has a gun in West Virginia. No doubt. <laughs> well what was it? I'm history nerd here, but like the um whenever Hitler and then also the Japanese contemplated World War Two of invading America, they said it's actually it would be impossible to successfully invade the United States because they have the largest standing army in the world of however many pop millions of people we had at that time. And mm. back in 1940s, I'm sure everyone had a gun. Pick a state. Oh, sure. So yeah. they're like, we can't invade them because literally everyone in every house and apartment is strapped. Mm. And that's why they're like, well, we can never invade there. So. And our continent's just too diverse, man. It's too big. Yeah. You know, it's like almost like Russia. And you're not going to oh, invade yeah. Russia. When, I mean, it's just people tried that. That's a losing battle. Yeah. I mean, I think even if, if, the Germans fought that on a single front to try to invade Russia. I mean, a, it's too big. They have too many people and it's too cold. Like no, no shot. Yeah. And Russia historically would kill their own people to keep you from conquering them. They don't care. Like they didn't care. They, no. They'll starve their own people to starve you. Yeah. You know, they, burn it all down, whatever. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's some interesting, interesting uh, things they left out of a uh, U.S. history class that you learn later in life. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, a rough. yeah, yeah. But I think, but one of the cool things I know, being a teacher this day and age, if when I was teaching class, if kids had questions, I would say, "Hey, Google that or YouTube that," and man, you get a pretty good hit. You get a pretty good picture that's not a textbook. Um, yeah, well, and I, and I don't say, I mean, some of the stuff's out of textbooks for certain reasons, but some of it is like if you put everything that happened in there, the, the book would be the size of the school. Like you couldn't fit it. There's just too much yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gotta kind of hit the high notes. I understand that, but oh yeah, it's, so those okay. World War II Pacific stories, you know, Japanese in the islands, and there was dudes popping out in 1970 thinking the war was still going on in those tunnels. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. So your role has changed since you were last on the podcast. Talk to the listener about that a little bit. Um, yeah, so. Currently, I'm the or prior and currently I'm the athletic director at Old Plank Christian Academy in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and now I am the head football coach. So, mm-hmm. yeah, get to kind of double double duty there a little bit. Um, definitely gonna uh, it's, it's gonna be a, some new things to navigate because you obviously want to run the football program with excellence, but you also want to run the entire program with excellence and make sure that you don't rob Peter to pay Paul kind of thing. Um, so yeah, there's going to definitely be, be a learning curve of, of things that I've got to, got to figure out. Yeah. And that's okay. Like it's cool to do new things and have a new challenge. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for it. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I, you know, I coached ball for like a decade and then kind of stepped out business world and then came back to school. Um, as the AD and I'm excited. I, I really, I really enjoy the kids and I obviously enjoy the game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of ready to get going. I mean, but spring doesn't start up for us. I think we get like April 29th is that Monday because May 1st is a, is a Wednesday. We can actually start that Monday. So right. I'm, I'm ready. Yes. Yeah, spring football. I wish we had that here. That would help. Yeah, but y'all have that. Y'all have the summer stuff. What's the, what's the? Um... Well, yeah, I mean, but you said it just changed, right? So what's well, what's y'all's version? It's better than, it's better, better than, than a lot nothing. of states. I'll, I'll say that it's, it's better, better than, than a lot of states. It's better than nothing. Uh, I think we're doing the best we can here for our, our situation. So we obviously we're a low population state. There's like 1.7 million people total in the state. Yeah, like uh, we're pushing that in Jacksonville, just to give like the listener an idea. <laughs> like, oh, the greater Jacksonville yeah. area, there's like probably five times as many people. Uh, uh, I don't know about that, but I there's, there's like there's, five million people around Jacksonville, like in the area surrounding. 
Well, it depends how far you go, but I mean, right, so Duval County alone is just Jacksonville, but if you go Duval, Nassau, Baker, Clay, St. John's, all the ones that touch it, it's probably two and a half million. Maybe Let's three. see. Population of Duval County, Florida. Million. It, it's like right at a million. Yeah. Okay. Let's do so St. John's. Let's do St. John's County. Let's see. That would be 200,000. So 1.2. Let's do yeah, Nassau. Nassau, Clay, and Baker are the other ones that touch it. 94. So 1.2. So 1.3. You're at 1.3 right there. 1.3. Okay. I'm not, math wasn't my strong suit. Baker. 28,000. Yeah, Baker's yeah, so a little. little. You're still so, I mean, like you're, one, yeah. Yeah, so I was You're close. Off. Terrible. Uh, yeah, but what I'm saying in the, I mean, in the Jacksonville greater, they throw in Clay County. Clay right. County is the more, more populated. Let's do Clay. I mean, you're still, it's, it's roughly the same as West Virginia. Oh, yeah. So now you're like 1.4, 1.5. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's rough, so, yeah. roughly. You're about the same. Yeah. So basically, the state of West Virginia's population is equal to uh, the Jacksonville area. I mean, yeah, <laughs> of the Northeast yeah. Florida area that Northeast like Florida. our news covers for high school sports, essentially. Yeah. Like those are the counties right. they come. Yep. Right. So you were um, saying for y'all, the, the best that y'all can do with the rule. The yeah. So we have 32 flex days now. 32 uh, flex days? So what that means is we can like do football drills, practice. None of it. Like, what about like helmets or a ball and coaches? Like how much do they interfere with that? So you can do helmets. You can do up to shoulder pads, but okay. we cannot yes. make live contact, meaning we can hit a pad. Okay. Cannot hit a person. person. Someone's got to have a shield. You can tackle the, the you can tackle the wheels. You can do all that mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. Which, but here's the I don't I don't get why we can't do the wheels and the pads without shoulder pads because there's more contact at a basketball practice than there is the first three days of football practice. Yes. I don't understand that at all. Like I but don't. Get we're similar that. down here. Our helmet yeah. days, like you, like you, pretty much can't sneeze on anyone. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's when 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 people that didn't play football get in charge of things, and then lawyers get in charge of it on top of it. It gets interesting. Yeah, and I mean we abide by it. Like I, I, we are abide by it. Like abide by abide by it. Like by letter, yeah. letter of the law, but. And I see these other programs on, you know, people show me. I don't have social media, but when people show me stuff on Twitter and people are yeah. doing stuff, and I'm like, and they're like doing bull in the ring. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that. And then <laughs> I, I hear you, dude. I can't tell you how many, and I'm not going to use names, but other coaches that I know in and about our area that, I mean, when it shells, it's live. Like, yeah, like live, what? live. Like kids are getting concussions. Like mouthpieces are getting knocked out. And it's like, I'm like, dude, day four. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. But their responses is like, well, who's checking? And I'm like, that's still not a good reason. Now, I will that. give I will give the SSAC credit. I, I think they do a really good job. The guys that I know that are in that in our SSAC is the state board. Um oh, okay. That, not the state board, but the organization that covers the high school sports, West Virginia Secondary Schools Athletic Commission, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I should know. Let me. What does that stand for? I don't even know what that stands for. WVSSAC. Yeah. Um, yeah. Secondary schools. West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities. Is it commission? Is that what the C is for? It's terrible. I don't know. Because you, you just call it the SSAC, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like down here. Yeah, we West Virginia. SSAA, but we're West also secondary of school activities. We're also a member of the SSAA. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission. But you know, I know a couple of the guys that are, like, I know one of the guys in particular that's high up, and he he's he's trying to help football. He's done some good things to help football get going faster. Uh, like, we can put on shelves the third day, which is nice. Um, basically it's just That's two helpful. days without, without pads. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, they, they, some of the teams, what I was going to say about, I was going to give the SSAC props is they were schools last year. that got disciplined for stuff like that where, Hey That's man, good. you can't do that. <laughs> That's if it's on the news, you probably yeah. find well, idea, you know, 
yeah. No, I, I hear you. I mean, the guys that I've gotten to meet at the FHSAA have been great. They're mm-hmm. really, A, they're really sharp, and B, the ones that I've met, which is nice. Like, you can tell they all played or coached at some point, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're not, it's like you all kind of speak the same language. Mm-hmm. And then the SSAA, the Sunshine Athletic Association, which kind of helps some in a smaller private school, they, we play a lot of stuff under their umbrella. Um, they're very reasonable. And they're uh, the head of the football stuff. Gage Brown does a really good job. Um, he's really sharp, and he's a coach at his school too. So like, it's mm-hmm. you can have real coaching conversations with him. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing down in Florida, man, that that everyone's scared of, and I guess rightfully so, is the heat stroke stuff. Yeah. So yeah. like, so like the wet bulb thermometer, we got to have. We have to have the cold tub. We have to have all those things. You're like, man, that's a lot of stuff. You're like that's going to cost a thousand dollars. I'm like, well, how much is a kid's life worth? And then everyone stops talking and they just buy it because mm-hmm. I, I mean, no one ever wants that situation. So mm-hmm. I think last year, most of our kids got in the cold tub just because they wanted to get in the cold tub because right. it was so hot. Right. I mean, that was me watching the, the, the prior staff and they would hop in and I was like, they okay. Like, yeah, they're just hot. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the SSAC, I believe, gave all the schools in the state a wet bulb. I mean, obviously, we have less schools in our state, but right. that was that was awesome, man. They yeah, did that wonderful and, stuff. Yeah, that, and you got to down here, especially with the thunderstorms in August, are bad. You always have to have the lightning, oh, yeah. all the lightning stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also a serious thing to not play around with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. There's apps on phones now, is what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. And that's, you what can... I've been told, that's what I've been told, and that's what we do. We, I just have mine on me, mm-hmm. and um, or I will coming forward. Um, well, I sure our, our head coach had it on him, um, and just just listen for the alarm to go off. And all right, boys, we're going in the in the weight room, we're going in the gym, or whatever we're doing. Yeah, that's it. And sometimes it gets annoying because you know it's going the other way, but you got to be safe. Yeah. Like I said, the last thing you want is I'd rather be a little bit less prepared to play somebody and have all my kids be okay than not have a kid be okay. So, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah, that's all all kinds of all kinds of bad. We were talking last night on my way back from Frostburg uh, about you know you're you coaching this year, being a head coach, being a head coach again. You were head coach before, and. Uh, yeah, talk about that process, about getting back into it, watching film, and that's got to be exciting. Yeah, it's fun. So it's also, there's a, there's a leap here. So our school's tiny. I mean, our high school population, I think, is under 100. Mm-hmm. So um, they've, they've played eight-man football for a long time. Um, so we're going to 11-man for the first time this year, kind of regular football. And uh, so there's that transition of you got to educate the kids on – the, the differences, and there are quite a few, and you've also, you know, got to need more depth to need, need more bodies. So my job kind of as the AD is is getting those kids out of the hallways and on the field um, mm-hmm. as AD slash head football coach. But no, watching film has been fun. I'm, just, I'm watching you know, a lot of smaller schools that, that we're going to play and trying to start collecting, you know, my database of film and start inputting that, those things. And as I'm watching it, it's, um, there's only one school we're actually going to play them in the season that does something besides what everyone else does. Like everyone's in 10 personnel, 20 personnel, 11 personnel, running inside zone, counter, and then throw in, pick your favorite four air raid concepts and some version of flood. Right. Like, it, like no joke, that's 85% of the offenses in Florida. Or I just described it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just so, and we're not going to be as talented, I think. And, you know, numbers are going to be low. Like, we're going to have to look a little different offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a program around here that did, did it for years that was double tight, double wing. And people struggled to prepare for them to, just to get your JV or your young kids to give that look in three and a half days, essentially, just Thursdays a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And get your defense prepared for something that you don't ever see in practice is hard. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we 
we'll do some variation of something that is not traditional because we're, we have to. Right. So we, we got to be hard to prepare for, but yet simple enough for our kids to run it. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to give ourselves a chance to to have some success kind of year one going into this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what is not traditional today was very traditional 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, talking wing T, talking... Yeah. I mean, the I formation. We were the only team... I'm going to run this back in my head. No, there's only one other team that ran the I this year besides us. That was it. Like, that yeah. I ever saw on film. <laughs> I mean, 1994, dude, that was... Everyone was in the I. Everybody was, yeah. yeah. Everybody. 19, I mean, back up to, let's see... Yeah, 30 years ago, everyone was in the I. Right. I, I mean, it's just... It's just... It's just... It's mm-hmm. changes. It's like, and it's... It's interesting. What's old is new. What's new is old again. And it's, it's kind of going to be cyclical. And we had this conversation before. Like whoever kind of figures out how to be real. So like defenses are, are trying to get lighter and faster. So whoever can figure out how to be bigger and stronger and then catch defenses that are lighter and faster will actually get the advantage in the swing offensively. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to try to catch this year mm-hmm. is to kind of try to be a little bigger, a little stronger, a little more physical. Because um, I just, I don't know, I just kind of believe that the more physical team wins 99% of the time. So that's how we're going to have to have to play. Right. Kind of get in the phone, get the phone booth and mm-hmm. see what happens. Well, and. But I mean, I Michigan, it, but as, a, as, a, as a program, though, whenever you have, you know, like Michigan's done it. They just kind of just bludgeoned everyone and everyone's got the yes, 200 yeah. pound will linebacker. We're back. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. Oh, it was beautiful to watch. (laughs) Oh, dude, their version of inside zone or duo was that might be illegal in 49 states. What they did to some of those guys. They just massacring people. Oh, yeah. Uh, And that's and and that's not shocking. I mean, Harpaw, I mean, that was San Francisco's M.O. when he took him to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Just maul people. I mean, that was you back up to when time was when he was at San Diego or whenever he was at Stanford. They just mauled people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little more dressed up because it's in the shotgun now, but like, it's not different. Mm-hmm. I mean, his office line coach does a great job too, and all the stuff he had to do this year. So, yeah, I mean, I was listening to Kirk Herbstreet talk, and I think, I mean, obviously, we're both old offensive linemen, so we see football in a certain way. But I think even at the collegiate level. And even the pro level, you're seeing it now. I mean, the people that are good at the pro level can run the football. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the people that are going to win. I mean, obviously, if you have Patrick Mahomes, like, whatever. He's a one-off. Uh, yeah, or Josh Allen. And even yeah, Josh but... Allen, like, the Bills are committed to running the football. Well, uh, who was it? Golly, who called their game? Tony Romo. Who's ex- extremely bright football mind, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you were saying like, about, like, Herb's like Romo was like, man, you know, man, like once the Bills got more committed to the run, Josh Allen got better. I'm like, yeah, that's like right. as a Jags fan, I watch. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think we could, I don't think we could run it on Sam Houston State. Like, right. for an NFL team, like no one, Trevor struggling. We can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, Doug's doing a pretty good job scheming the best he can, or does a really good job. Him and Press Taylor do as much as people don't like Press Taylor. I think he's doing a great job. We just got to, at the end of the day. We we got to get some uh, some talent acquisition in, in the interior offensive line to give ourselves the push we need to have mm-hmm. success. That's as nice as I can put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, going back to like Herb Herb Street was talking about. I mean, the, in the era of NIL and trying to get these pre, the prima donna positions, right? I mean, receivers mm-hmm. are usually kind of prima donna. Yeah, he's saying, man, maybe Harbaugh just got it figured out for everybody else. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Like, right. hey, let's get good backs, good tight ends, a good receiver too. Obviously, like Roman Wilson, very good, very good receiver for Michigan. Yeah. And you know the other guy Morgan, and then I forget the other guy's name. Last name started with a C. But man, like, let's do that. Let's yep. play with those people, and then play really good defense. And yep. then, like, a, Michigan was what two and four in the COVID year, and then they won a national championship in 2023. 
Yep. I mean, because like their defense is great and they're going to control the clock. And yep. There we go. Yeah. Jim that's... Jim Harbaugh national champion. I could say that a hundred times a day. Jim Harbaugh national you champion. Hate yourself when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> well, I mean, it's be be true to who you are, man. I mean, like run the football. Oh, yeah. Play great defense, great special. Well, their special teams struggle sometimes, but at least they yeah. did the first two really well. Beautiful. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, the game of football. As much as we can dive into the the nitty gritty in it, if you run the ball really well, and you can stop the run, you got a really good chance of winning a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read something to you. I was texting. Uh, Tyler Fairs, Bridgeport High School. Shout out to Coach Fairs. We played them game. Talk about one. running the football. Sorry, I mean I don't even know that guy, but watching them run the ball is like, bro, it's like it's beautiful. Coach Coach Fairs, he cracks me up. He's awesome. Um, I love Coach Fairs. He, uh, I texted him and I said, "What would you call a coach that runs all cover zero? His response: <laughs> A winner. <laughs> High school teams <laughs> don't throw the ball very well. Is I'll just paraphrase what he said. Yeah. Um, That's but funny. yeah, I mean, like quarters, people that play quarters, you know, the man match stuff. You see that all kind of coming back now. In the NFL, it's like quarters is the big thing now from watching uh-huh. the tape. Um, well, because the the interesting thing that someone was talking about why quarters is becoming so popular, it's because um, the analytics guys say it, say it's good. Oh, really? Okay. Because I did you, not because, know that. Okay. Because if you don't give, there's like, there's a, and again, I'm going to botch this because I am not mm-hmm. as smart as those dudes at all. But if you don't give up a big play, therefore the likelihood of them scoring goes down because they'll hold, they'll jump off sides, they'll, mm-hmm. whatever, they'll, they'll, they'll beat themselves. So as mm-hmm. long as you don't give up the big play, you're more likely to give up less points. It's, I mean, again, I'm oversimplifying mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. probably way too much, right. but that's the analytics guys are like, yes, my quarters, throw the boundary hitch, tackle the guy, the left tackle will hold blitz. Now it's third and 18. They complete the ball at the fourth and seven punt. Like that's what, that's what, right. that's what the numbers say to do. So I will never forget coach Skip Holtz. I'm in East Carolina. Our quarterback, Rob, he was a backup at the time. Uh, Rob Cass. He he bought something. I remember Skip Holtz screaming at him to throw the boundary hitch. Yeah, I'm sure because <laughs> it's always open. Than, I'm sure it's more colorful than the boundary. A little bit, yeah. But you know, throw the boundary hitch. Uh, and people don't I'm cover thinking, it. If you yeah. don't cover it, I mean, he's open. No. That's we we take advantage of that. We're going to clear with the inside guy. Yep. And then we're going to throw the hitch. Now, if they cover the hitch, you have the the smash route or whatever you had the boundary working there. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I've also noticed to the NFL, people were running smash over and over and over again. It's just different ways they run it. Yeah. I think, I think the best thing that, that I've noticed, uh, again, it's been happening forever. This is not a new invention, but people have gotten so good at short motioning to receivers. Mm-hmm. And making one become two or two become three or three become one that and running really basic concepts, flood, smash, drive, whatever, shallow, and mm-hmm. just it just it makes people's brain explode. And people just Which run is wild. crazy though. Like just man, just match the routes, you know what I mean? Or play your zone, whatever. You're but yeah. I mean a perfect example of it is just go like the Washington, Texas tape. Like mm-hmm. watch dudes just running. I mean, they could they could sit down, and make a sandwich, get back up, catch the ball, and still score because they're right. just. I mean, the boar just oof. They they did a really good job of that, mm-hmm. and Michigan does a good job with it too. I mean, that's how they got some of their dudes open. Just oh crud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people are running quarters or or man free or zero. And you actually blitz zero has made a big like people run that a lot more than they used to. It's like either quarters or I'm bringing everybody <laughs> playing cover zero. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is who was it? I mean, this is all Jim Johnson, DC, of the Eagles, mm-hmm. his, 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 his auto check and everyone in the NFL knew it to empty was bring six and play zero. Absolutely. They got, Why not? they got five. I'm going to hit your quarterback with number six and zero. He didn't have time. 
And it's like that kind of old school mentality. Like you said, it's back. Like, well, all right, you got six dudes to protect. I'm I'm going to bring seven and play zero. Here it comes. Well, it's like Brian Flores. I mean, he had so such great success against the Ravens. He was the head coach of the Dolphins. They were playing cover zero a ton and saying, uh, you're not going to run the ball. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Whenever that offense was run, you, you could. Right. Because it, it just wasn't stuff to box but it was well, my, now my, now that now that munkin's there and right he's got some weapons around him lamar does i think that's you can't do it as much but i still think it's a great thing to do because at the end of the day every quarterback's human and no one wants to get a face mask in a rib cage so like right yeah that all that ball's got to be off is two or three inches which is in a thing complete that's you don't have to like mm-hmm. you know actually get there sometimes you just got to make him wince and like, oop, that ball sailed. Okay, mm-hmm. incomplete fourth down. Mm-hmm. No one like, no one likes that. That hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I even think you know, goal cover three is a beautiful thing too. I mean, if you can play whatever you want, I mean, just are you? Can you do it well? And does it match your personnel? And you know, does it fit? In high school, so much, so much of it is, does it fit what you're playing against? Mm-hmm. I mean, because in mean, Florida, you're saying it's twenty personnel, ten personnel here. Mm-mm. Like that's not every week. Like we see Coach Fair single wing week one, you know. So yeah. it's, that's a totally different game plan than you know t- two by two, three by one inside zone, you know RPO stuff. Yeah, it's a different. Well, man translates, you know, what I mean, because you got that guy, but um, the zone stuff sometimes doesn't. Well, yeah, it's also like I don't know, like it's, for me, it's what can you coach really well. Mm-hmm. Like whoever your DC is, who and whoever his those position coaches are, like if they can coach man really well, like you probably should look into doing a lot of zero and one or mm-hmm. two man if you have to. I mean, on mm-hmm. third and long or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. But if I don't know, I'm just a believer in whatever you can coach and teach really well, your kids will get really good at that. Mm-hmm. So whatever, whatever that is, and that's mm-hmm. I'm. That's something I've definitely learned as an agent. Things that are hard and fast, and then we're not going to move on mm-hmm. as an athletic department. But there's some things I'm like, ah, that's a preference. Mm-hmm. Like mis- mismatched basketball shoes. It's crazy, man. That's a thing I'm now, like, though. People, people do I that know. these days. I know. I'm, I'm all about, like, I, like, I'm like old school. Everyone order the same shoe, and we all match. But I'm like, that's a preference. You know what I mean? If my point guard wants to wear gold Nikes, he can wear gold Nikes. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with so, you there. I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> like people yeah, ask me what what kind of cleat they have to wear. I was like, one that's preferably school colors. That's about it. Like, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say for my guys. I mean, is like it's either maroon, black, or white. That's mm-hmm. that's us. Mm-hmm. So maroon, the defenders, the right, the defenders, correct? Yeah. I, I kind of like it. We're like the only ones. Like I haven't found yeah, another school that's, that's that's that. I mean, I do looks like a knight. They did a good job with it. Um, yeah, old plank defenders. I'm like, we're the only ones, so that's not hard to mix up. Mm-hmm. Because most Christian schools are some version of a knight or an eagle. I mean, like as many of them as we play. I'm like, do we just play the Eagles three weeks in a row? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's very common. Or we could go with the alma mater. Uh, the Conquerors. That's a good one. Yeah, that's also an original. Mm-hmm. We are more than conquerors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're reloading, per usual. Yeah, that's a different world though. So many people down there, and then you know people transferring in and out. And oh, I was gonna bring this up. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking you. Like I, I thought it was a joke, right? Like I, I literally like thought someone was like being funny, but it's dead serious. Someone X, formerly Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I see all of these like coaches or kids and like just area people that I know and like retweeting and doing it. Kids are announcing like their transfers, like they're in the portal in high school. Oh, yeah. Like, that's happened the, up here. I've seen that before. Or somebody showed me that before. I'm not joking you. Rains High School just landed like nine like new kids between from like pick another public school. Like this week, like nine more kids are going. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, it's wild, dude. 
it is wild. We're yeah. so small, it doesn't really affect us. Like it, but mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. It it is crazy. So yeah, it's it's the wild west, man. And it's and I don't know how you fix it. I don't know the solution. It's um, it's not any better up here. They the state legislator made a rule where you could transfer one time without moving. And super teams get created that way. That's how what's people are have done and are trying to do. Yeah. I, I mean uh, it, it's within yeah. the rules. Like you can't like I mean yeah. it is what it is. But that doesn't affect you as much though, being more rural. I would think like I'm sure like Charleston area, that's like bananas. The Charleston area is. Uh yeah, because you got so many schools yeah. in a small area. But for y'all, like, what's the closest high school? I mean Bridgeport, Lewis County, Philip Barber. Yeah, but those are all like in another county. I mean, like you don't yeah. have like another high school that's like four miles down the road. No, we don't. I mean, people like when our yeah. guys, when people come in and out, they actually have to move. You know what I mean? Like they have to move. And, oh yeah, yeah. You know. Because the drive would be too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's going to hurt us though is the new classification stuff. We're four A. We're the only four A around here besides Preston. And <laughs> yeah. So you and Preston are just like super happy about that. <laughs> we are the we are the only we are the only single school like single. How do you even say that? Like we're the only yeah, high school in the county, county. For high school. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're we're the only we're the only high school in the county, and we're rural. We're the only two schools that fit that that are in quad A. It it doesn't make any sense. Like so why? The, what was like the numerical cutoff where you're all like? barely 4a well there's all kinds of politics with that so there's 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 a competitive balance formula and it was going to be 70 20 10 70 percent enrollment 20 percent socioeconomic status and 10 percent location to a city 10,000 or more well that okay. formula got changed to 80 10 10 which oh. sent a couple of us in quad a and kept certain schools out to have some political pull and put them in triple a so uh, yeah yeah that's it's a good that's fun uh it's good for the kids right no it's good for politicians um but oh. yeah but um yeah and then the recruiting stuff man i think the only way you stop that is if the penalties become more strict like yeah we we had one school in particular that was egregious here in the state of West Virginia and the coaches had, like two coaches had to sit out a game and they lost five flex days. I mean, give me a break. Like it's worth it. It's worth it to cheat. If that's the penalty, <laughs> like right. it is worth it to cheat unless you do something where it makes people go, okay, I won't do that again. Like tell, r- remove somebody, remove a coach, like tell him he can never coach the state again. Like that'll yeah. stop it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, make but, everyone go, oh, oh, like yeah. I mean, my, I, maybe not again, but for five years you can't coach in high school sports. Like, well, like okay. the NCAA, you know, no show clause kind of thing. Kind of right. Kind I of mean, yeah. that would stop it. But the, what they're doing now is just not enough. Like it's just not. Like, oh, you lost a flex day. Oh, like so I got three really good players. <laughs> like, yeah. Who cares? If that's the equation, how many flex days can I lose? <laughs> well, right. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like these people are blatantly recruiting. Like I have screenshots, people sending stuff to me of this, these schools recruiting and nothing happens to them. That happened. That happened. The one I've like, I've literally seen the text message. I was at a, I was, this when I was coaching before I was at a high school and the, and um, the kid showed me the text message like from the other school he ends up transferring to the other school. So we turn in that screenshot to the state authority. And they said it's during the summer. That doesn't count. Now, and me might as well just have open and roll. Me might as well just say it's open. Just do what you want, man. You know yeah, I mean? you might as well at this point. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's, it's the same. It's, it's everywhere, though. Like, I'm not just picking on West Virginia. Like, this is no. everywhere. Uh, yeah. And, it, and all the state... And all the states are trying to do the best they can with what's coming down the pipe. So some of it kind of almost gets forced on everybody. Like NIL is about to hit Florida, right? It's already hit so, Georgia. I had a buddy of mine tell me it's already in Georgia. Well, it is. So we're next. 
it'll it'll be here by the spring. So get this. Speaking of NIL, so switching to baseball. So dad obviously coaches at a school, and I don't. I mean, we can say the school name or not say the school name. It doesn't matter. But right. they have a player that is like legit number one player in the country in his class. Like legit, he's the first round draft pick. Like the kid's phenomenal and a great kid, great family, all great things, right? Mm-hmm. But dad's like, yeah, he has agents. I'm like, oh he yeah, has agents. Like he's in tenth grade. They're like, oh yeah, no, no, he's he's got agents. And I was like, already? And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. They already like, I guess, try to set that up early, whatever. But then they were saying, no, like he's got to have them now because NIL's coming, and he's probably going to get, you know, a six to seven figure deal as a high school kid. NIL. Yeah, yeah. Like that makes my brain explode. So this, I mean, thank goodness for this kid and his family. Like they've got their stuff together. Like he'll be fine. Like he's not gonna go crazy. Like really good family, really good parents, really good kid, the whole system. But you start doing that in places where that's where the foundation isn't as good, you're gonna create some really interesting problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's just like where does it? And the rich will, and the rich will get richer because the schools that have mm-hmm. parents that own companies. Well, yeah, ten thousand dollar nil deal for Jimmy, Johnny, and Jack over there, and we're loaded. Right, right. So, yeah, and I mean, what's interesting though is I, we say like every state's experiencing this. I know, like in Michigan, one of my friends there said if like you illegally recruit a player, like they pull your coach's card, like you're done. Like wow. see you later. So I mean, it's going to take something like that to where they go, okay, like this is enough, and we're going to start pulling people's ability to coach like forever. Like you're done, like you're done. Uh, but I don't know, you know, I mean, that's, that's one extreme to the next, but then the NIL, like you were saying, that's a whole nother. Right. There's a whole other thing. Like you just saw what was at Florida state got popped for using NIL to recruit a kid. So I'm like, all right, so at least that's a rule. You can't use NIL to recruit a kid, but you can give them NIL once they get there. And like, mm-hmm. and I know multiple high school kids that are going to very prestigious athletically universities all over the Southeast and in their recruiting meeting, they're being told how much their NIL deal will be worth. Right. So I'm like, yeah. so then what's the difference? Like, why did Florida State get popped for just actually just having a meeting about it where every school in the country on every single recruit is giving them the number they're going to make. Why? why I, th- I thought that was dumb. Mm-hmm. I think the NCAA is also uh, does a very poor job of almost everything, but that's just my opinion. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking I'm I'm reading uh, Jim Trussell's book, The Winner's Manual, mm-hmm. and like he was fired from Ohio State because kids got paid for their autographs and tattoos and stuff. I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> that really? is nothing these days. Like that is nothing. Yeah, that's nothing these days. You like, might have raise. Yeah, that's that. nothing. I mean, or, or like the NCAA pursuing Harbaugh for paying for a freaking hamburger. Yeah, like guys, we I mean, are, come what, on. what are what are we doing here? Well, it's. I mean, yeah, I, well, Har- I can see Harbaugh just pissing them off because that's <laughs> how he is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Sure, he was at the March for Life today, man. He was speaking at the March for Life in D.C. There's a yeah, I, I saw a, a picture that he was there. Man, there's a faithful Which, Catholic. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, not not surprised. I mean, like he's very open about it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. what was it? He also said like any player staff that has an unwanted or untimely pregnancy because my wife and I will adopt the kids, so don't do that. Right. Just flat out. Like, I think okay. he means that too, for real. Like, he's not playing when he says stuff like that. No, he's dead serious. Yeah. I, I think he is. I think he's very genuine when he says that. Um, yeah. No, he's, yeah, good for him. Like, I, it's, there's nothing, like, it's America. You're allowed to believe what you want, and mm-hmm. you're allowed to stand for what you want and not be, quote, unquote, canceled, which I think is just ridiculous. People try to do those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's beautiful. That's beautiful. I hope he stays in Michigan. I hope he doesn't leave to go go to the NFL. Oh, I think the Chargers are going to throw a number at him that's going to make him move. Yeah, I could see that. And well, I mean, he's he's lived in California before. It is it's it's good weather. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. It's a nice place. 
yeah. So I think they're going to give him a number. And then speaking of NFL stuff, the was it the Falcons just had their second interview with Belichick? Yeah, that's so. going to be hard to for me like for me to remember. He's the head coach of the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. It's like thinking that Emmett's like uh, like when you see a picture of like when Emmett Smith played for the Cardinals, you're like, that's that's superimposed. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, he really did play for the Cardinals. Like mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Like Joe Montana like, with the Chiefs. Yeah, or like Jerry Rice in a Seahawks uniform. Yeah, what? Or like Hakeem Olajuwon in a Raptors jersey. You're like, oh, oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, like those yeah. are the ones you're like, that's not real. And you're like, oh crud, that is real. Like, yeah. holy cow, that did happen at the end of their career. Yeah. Or Michael Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey. Yeah. The Wizards. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. No. Just I heard a great up. I heard a great Jordan story the other day. Okay, go ahead. So he's with he's with the Charlotte he's with the owner of the of the Hornets. This is I mean he obviously just sold it. Mm-hmm. But this is a couple years in. He's not that far. He's probably I think they said he's, he may have been right around fifty when, mm-hmm. when this when this happened. Uh, like he came to the locker room after a loss, and dudes are cutting up, and he just starts going off. And you know, you guys don't deserve it. Da da da. You know, pick your explicatives. He's just going off, right? Mm. So the next day, he he's like, in he's there at practice, and he's like, take off my stuff. That's the Jordan brand stuff. Take that stuff off. That's mine. And like, just get and just give it to the guys. Oh, jeez. And they're all like, they're and they're all kind of like, man. I mean, like, I'm not gonna like just take off my shoes in the middle of practice, but he's just like ripping them. And so he ends up practicing with the twos, right? So he, he takes the bench team and beats the starters to death during practice. Doesn't score a point. Just oh dishing, moving. And he's 50 years old and he is just crushing NBA players. That Hornets team makes the playoffs that year. So it wasn't oh, like a, just some awful wow. team. And he just destroyed them during practice at 50. He was point. juiced up. He was ready to go. I'm like, that just speaks to that dude really was, I mean, just on another planet. So good. Yeah. Just the man. Whenever he played. Yeah. Just the man. The, the dude, as they would say. I mean, the bronze up there too, obviously, but you know, Jordan's like the guy. Yeah. Jordan's the guy. And then I, I don't know. I feel like, and I don't know if it's he's passed, but Kobe keeps getting mentioned in that conversation. And people forget like Kobe's got five rings. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. That's, yeah, and he's mm-hmm. he's in the conversation. I mean, again, I don't know enough to say mm-hmm. who's the goat or not. I mean, my vote's Michael, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not some basketball guru. And then people forget about Larry Bird, man, like Dude. Larry Legend. Larry, Larry's the man. The stories that have come out now about Larry talking trash are fantastic. Oh my gosh, yeah, I've, I've watched that stuff on YouTube, and I think it's just oh. some of the funniest stuff that's that's out there. It is magic. It is fantastic. Uh, what is it? Magic Johnson talking about the first time um, he uh, ever saw him. He's like, I called my mom and he said what they said about that white boy's true. He's bad. Mama, he's, he's bad. <laughs> like he's telling people what he's going to do before it happens. You're like, what? You can't. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's the real deal. Yeah. Larry Bird. I and mean, that's he's in the conversation. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Real deal. Real deal. Ray Bird. Awesome, man. Well, it's always good to catch up with you. Yeah, man. This is good. This is like the funniest one I think I've ever done on this. We were just cracking up. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Well, this is the insight into normal phone conversation between the two of us. It's yeah, it is. This is this is how it goes. This, that's about it. Um. I, oh, so like breaking news. I don't know if you want to break it on the podcast here, but uh, – have you decided offensively what you want to do? I mean, is it Maryland stick eye? Are you just going to go 1985 on everybody? Well, think- yeah. I mean, I, I, I put stuff up and I like, Oh yeah, we'll do this. We'll be like power pistol stick eye. But then like, I'm talking with a coach from Buford high school this week who down in Georgia, people, Oh, I got, I got people unmercifully. They're I got so a lot good. of listeners from the state of Georgia. Uh, oh. So me and coach Con- Condon, Con- C-O-N-D-O-N, Condon, or uh, uh-huh. going to talk some ball uh, this week. He he played quarterback at Liberty before I got there. Really? Uh, so, cool. and I just had like their legendary coach in the podcast, Dexter Wood. Um, yeah. So, 
I mean, yeah, there's stuff up on Huddle that I like that we've, you know, hey, let's let's look at this. But then we got some time. I mean, we kind of just go back and forth. You know how it is as a coach, man. You're like, oh yeah, this is good. I like this, and then you look look at your personnel again, and you okay, I like this, and then it's it's the off season is just a time of trying to figure out what what you want to do. Um, yeah, but no, it's yeah. I I hear you. No, Buford is. They got some dudes now. Holy cow. Well, I mean, their setup there is just so great. I mean, they every player yeah. has football class. And then, like, they're building a $64 million stadium right now. That's, I mean. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, we played them. I was at Elka and JV, and they had, the, they had their own JV stadium. It was a turf field. They had their wow. own JV stadium. I mean, just, like, this is not, like, like yeah. this is not reality to the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, Bobby told me when uh, I think Yuli went up there and played them, he said they had like four practice fields. He goes, yeah, they do. Two of them were turf and like two were grass. <laughs> and wild like that. And I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Coach Kenny Dallas, who's been on the so, podcast, told me like the city, it's a city school. So like they, it's, it's the city of Buford. It's the school. And okay. this was back in the day. If they needed something, they just put a penny tax out. And they just got what it needed. Like the city was like, all right, fine. We'll raise the money via taxes. And you need three, do you need two pra- turf practice fields? Sure. Like, oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, they're really well coached. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward oh, to, for to, sure. their, to their coach. Um, the good players, obviously. I mean, so they had the number one quarterback in the nation transferred to him his senior year. Yep. And then um, he chose Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, talk yes, about sir. Matt Rule and great coaching. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Oh. He was, he's a great coach. Um, I saw something. This, I'll explain why I'm jumping this way. Um, there was – so Matt Rule got the compliment of you guys have the second best practice in the country. This was like his NFL guys to come around and scout. Mm-hmm. So you guys run the second best practice in the country. And he's like, that's awesome. He said, but who's the first? They said, you're – Richard, Georgia. Really? And then, so I watched a cut-up thing. Um, Stacey Searles was talking to the offensive line coach, who's been around forever. Great. Great offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about how they, te- how they teach effort. He goes, here's one example of how we teach effort. At the University of Georgia, we teach effort. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're all, like everybody, all 120 or however many people I got, the one through the fours are all on one field for this period. And it's their live inside run period. Full mm-hmm. team, eleven on eleven. So you you see, like, let's say the fours just are like on play. They all so the fourth play as they're kind of like wrapping up that play. All the ones are sprinting to the ball to get ready to go. Like, there's no like they don't transition by like walking to anything. Mm. Like, like, and he goes and like and he was circling like whole groups of people just like as the play is finishing, like it's really like you're wiping them off the screen and the next one's like sprinting into the screen mm. and th- they go within like three seconds. Oh, wow. So we don't waste time. We don't waste time in University of Georgia. Mm. It was just like, whoa. Like that's awesome. I, yeah. I was like, that's how efficient they practice. It, that's awesome. It was like, even their transitions are figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. That is wild. So, to answer your question, though, we'll be in some version of power pistol stick eye, you know, three back, two back eye with like a, a wing back or sniffer or something like that. Because I like the eye and, you know, pistol eyes, the same stuff. We're going to get after you. <laughs> I mean, just spot a blind. I'm a, a line yeah. guy. Um, yeah, shocker. We're going to be similar. Yeah. We're going to go at people. We, I think that's what best suits us. I think um, you have to. As now coming back as a head coach, I haven't done it in a long time. Um, what would be your advice to a head coach? What were some things you would say? Do what you believe in because they hired you for you. And, you know, be obviously be open and listen to people. But at the end of the day, make the decision you think is best for the program because it's your name that's on the line. And, and let it rip. Let it rip. Don't have any second. Don't second guess yourself. And, you know, go once you have a good plan. Um, 
made out. Just stick with it and obviously tweak it as need be, but um, believe in yourself and go get it. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, that's huh? yeah. Well, we're going to try to run the ball well and stop the run. That's the football side about. of it. That's the football side of it. There's the cultural stuff. That's it's a whole nother right. animal. That's a, that's a whole other podcast is what I'm feeling right now. Oh, culture, football culture. Oh, I've, yep. I got, I'm ready for that one. Let's do it. We'll do it sometime maybe next week or so. So that'd be good. All right, buddy. Love you, Smith. Buddy, bud. Love you, man. See ya.